Hey, listeners, you're probably like, what's this? This isn't uh, an episode of the Tome Show or an episode of uh, D&D or the many other wonderful Tome Show podcasts. <laughs> you're right. It's not. This is something else. This is Have Spillbook Will Travel, an audio play slash drama, I guess. Just like those classic old-timey ones about, like, the pirates and, like, uh, Zorro, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, this is something that James and I have been working on for a while and spoke to the wonderful Jeff Reiner, and he agreed to let us put the first episode on the very popular Tome Show feed. So this is what you're going to hear. If you like it, please go to havespellbook.com. Subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Stitcher. There'll be links all over. Um, you can read more about the characters. There are portraits drawn by the wonderfully talented Darcy D. Uh, there are portraits of the cast, if you'd like to learn more about them. Bios, the whole shebang is right there. So go take a look. Absolutely. And and like Rudy said, if you like this, the first episode is on the Tome feed, mm-hmm. but that's it. Yeah. So you got to go find Have Spellbook Will Travel is going to have its own podcast feed. So go check it out. Um, it is amazing. Uh, you'll also, if you subscribe to that feed, you get to hear more about the behind the scenes and stuff like that. So there's there's going to be all kinds of cool extras for listeners in between the regular episodes in the series. Um, and I think you're really, really going to like this brainchild of Rudy Basso. I know that I super, super enjoy working on it and I super enjoy listening to it. So, you know, if you love me, if you love Rudy, uh, check this out and uh and we think you're going to be pleased. So remember, first episode is here on the Tome feed, but you're going to want to go subscribe to have Spellbook Will Travel in its own feed on whatever podcasting, catching device you listen to. Mm-hmm. All right. So without further ado, enjoy. That was weird. That was weird. Yeah, I didn't mean to come off as like that. But okay. <laughs> like the haunted house guy at Disney World as he lets you into the ride. Exactly. Have Spellbook will travel the best fantasy comedy drama radio play podcast you're currently listening to episode one one an adventure begins hey old man wisely wake up ah children what do you want I was having the best dream. Tell us a story. Story. A story. 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 Ah, leave an old man alone. This was a pie dream, children. A pie dream. We're bored. Come on. How could you be bored in such a lively tavern? There's gambling. There's darts. Fire swallowing. Axe throwing. Bull kids. Yeah, this is the bar. Ah. This is a tavern, a place where men and women find work. The community comes together after a hard day of not being killed by monsters, and an old retired adventurer can have decadent dreams of pie. Well, tell us about your dream. No, no, that's a tale between myself and that sweet, sweet blueberry crumble. Oh, but I do have an exciting story revolving around pies. It started long ago in the days when Tag was still operating, and a young man like myself... Tag? Ah! 
Yes, you whippersnappers are too young and not hip enough to know the lingo. TAG stands for The Adventurers Guild, a group of no-nonsense mercenaries who would take on any contract relating to adventure. For the right price. What kind of contracts? Ah, the usual. Delving through dungeons, wrestling damsels, toppling regimes, fighting dragons, punching bad guys in the face, you know. But back to the story at hand. Hey, come in. Well, well, Andar and Laura, leaders of our least profitable party. Never in my 16 years of service to the Adventurer's Guild have I, Filigrin the Feared, seen a party as reckless and incompetent as you. I'm shocked to see you here not covered in goblin piss. Hey, the sewers were the only way to get to Globark the Great. You had boots of teleportation from our armory. You specifically requested them, Laura. The last temp you gave us was wearing them when he got himself eaten by a group of giants. Well, maybe he should have teleported out of their colons, or you should have crawled up there and pulled the boots out! Okay, we've made mistakes, sir, but we're still contracted for one more job. And it'll be your last unless you perform flawlessly. And even if you are perfect, I can't guarantee that your deal is going to be renewed. Look at this record. 70% temporary party member casualty rate, numerous lost magical items, low treasure acquisition yield, and a quest success rate of zero. Well, well, what about that time we brought that prince back from that cult sacrifice, hmm? Ah, you're referring to that dear boy who still thinks he's a chicken. His first decree upon returning home was that the consumption of eggs be banned because he's pro-life. Sir, just one more shot. You owe me that much. Fine, fine. Far as I'm concerned, the sooner you're assigned, the sooner you can fail and be out of my beard. Let's see. Ah, here we go. Something more your speed. Someone keeps stealing the pies in Belldale. Their harvest festival is approaching, and they can't rightly celebrate without pies. Pies. We're going after pies? <laughs> what in Very the... good, Mr. The Feared. We accept this quest with gratitude. It will be done. Even if it's not, it won't matter that much. The people of Belldale are looking a little rotund these days. Less pie might be better for them. Now get out of my office! Come on, Laura, let's tell the others. Hopefully, Crodgers, god of luck and chance, will be with us on this quest. They're in the training room with the new temp. Things are going to get better. We're good at what we do. We've just been unlucky. Like, if the odds of us failing depended on the roll of a 20-sided die, and the only number guaranteed to make us fail is a 1, then we're just rolling a lot of 1s. But statistically, that's bound to change sometime. Ah, yes. And our Patron and his assistant party leader, Laura Braidwine. Their team was dead last in terms of efficiency. Party 13, we called them, because they hadn't earned a proper name yet. That's not to say they weren't without skills. There was Vaughn Stormleaf, the self-proclaimed greatest wizard to ever exist in any plane, anywhere, in any They had a roguish half-elf, Benicio Marcanti, nimble of fingers and nimbler of wit, a thief so kind he stole more hearts than purses. <laughs> oh, and that dwarf, um, Thoven uh, Battlebeard, that's it. He was... Weird, but a skilled tracker and bloodthirsty. <laughs> and of course, Laura, despite her size and lack of strength, used one muscle most fighters didn't have. 
A brain! Aha. Coming at me from 70 degrees? Well, let's see how you like my 35. Yeah, right angle, bitch. Lastly, their leader and our patron, a devout priest and master healer. With a bit of a short fuse. Oh, you dilly-livered horse and scalawag! Japanese coward! Oh yeah, they always had a temp with them too. I think this time it was a monk. Or a pirate, who can tell? Hello, I am Kai. Ah, sweet. A ninja. I am not a ninja. I am a monk. As such, I do not wield steel or bow. I use the physical abilities that nature has granted me, along with the thousand-year-old... Yeah, great, whatever. So, (laughs) what's the job, boss? We're heading to Beldau on a search and rescue quest. And who is the lucky lady that Benicio will save? Well, uh, it's not a who. It's more of a what? Jewels, then? A dragon's hoard? No, it's... We'll go over the details when we get to Beldau. Same company roles as last time. I'm lead. Laura is assistant and treasure keeper. Varn handles human resources. Elf resources? I'm an elf, so it should be called elf resources. Fine, fine. Elf resources. Benicio, your PR. Benicio is looking forward to peeing many R's. And Thoven is... Uh, security. Yes, I am the mighty blanket of justice that protects our party from the chilly draft of evil that seeps through the windows of a newly furnished but not yet properly cocked cabin in the woods. During the autumn right before winter, but during a bit of a warm spell, so it's not so cold you freeze to death or even get frostbite. Just cold enough to be annoying. Unless you have your trusty quilt of honor and defense wrapped around your body to keep in the warmth of your strong, brave hearts. Right. And myself? Uh, you just stay out of trouble. Okay. Then let's get going. Beldau is a day's journey away. Let us pray that Dayon, goddess of roaming around without getting lost, will guide our step. Back in those days, the roads weren't nearly as safe as they are today, so our heroes continued to... The roads aren't at all safe today. My family and I were robbed by a dire squirrel with a knife. A dire squirrel? That's a giant, intelligent squirrel? Yep. He was as big as my dad and walked on two legs and demanded that we pay him in either acorns or silver. What? It happened. He had a big, bushy tail. I don't believe you for one second, but that is neither here nor there. Andar and his friends were about a half day's journey to Beldale, when suddenly... Stop, citizens! You're being robbed by the Dearthwood Collective. Give over your gold, or your lives. We're members of TAG on an official quest. We ask that you exclude us from your robbing as per the Antol Highwayman Treaty of 1210. You jerks. You don't want me to go all magic on y'all. I'm the wizard. Ha! The Dearthwood Collective honors no treaties and fears no magics. Once again, my crew and I demand that you give over all your valuables, elvish breads, dwarven ales, and, for personal reasons, any medicinal creams. The Dearthwood Collective. Huh. What does that mean? (laughs) We consider ourselves a society built on the ideals of individual equality. I do not understand this. You all get an equal vote on who to rob. Well, um, yes. All of us have one vote, except for Randy. I'm the leader, so I get two votes, along with first choice of loot. What do you mean you get two votes? What makes you different? It was my idea. Therefore, 
I get special treatment. No, if one member of a collective gets special treatment, then it isn't a collective anymore. That's the point of a collective. You're all equal. It's an outright travesty that you call yourself a collective when this idiot is clearly your leader. Collective. Collectively attack! And so, this encounter that one may consider random commenced despite slightly deviating from the common definition of a collective. Those Dirthwood boys and girls fought well together. They were no match, though, for a trained party from Tag. Vaughn created a thick, gray smoke which enveloped the bandits before they could properly engage. Andor, fueled by rage, cast a ball of blinding divine light toward the bandits, further confusing them. Shiny objects I call upon the- so bright! Benicio fired arrow after arrow into the smoke, felling several of the enemy before they knew what hit them. Oh, ha! Ladies, Benicio is intentionally avoiding your more tender areas in case you wish to later collect up with Benicio. This is the chocolate cake of pain! And once that smoke cleared, Laura and Thovin cleaned up what was left. <laughs> That's the angle you're using to attack? How about this one? Wouldn't you know it, but that little monk fella took on the bandit leader all by himself. And he won! Hello. No, Kai, these are the bad guys. Attack. Oh, sorry. Oh, collective! We fought as one, and we fall as one. Actually, it looks as though your compatriots have fled as one. What? Yeah, they all ran away. But since you're the leader, I'm sure the biggest bounty is on your head anyway. That's right. After all, you are worth two votes. Uh-oh. Like the wild fox would say to the wandering frog, who among us can consider themselves more than one grain in the vast white sands that create this, our mortal plane? <laughs> no, dear friends, I must concur with the birds and fishes in that we may try to become more, but are destined to a lonely individuality which cannot be undone. Treasure review. Save for the soul. Treasure? No coin, just this crappy two-hander that Mr. Randy was using. Really shoddy workmanship. I wouldn't go up against any serious threat with a sword like this. Oh, nothing. I hope this Dirthwood guy really pays out then. We'll find out when we get to Belldale. It's still an hour or two away. Plenty of time for you to fill out an encounter report. Mm-hmm. And so, the journey of our heroes continued. Now with the captive to be turned in for coin in tow. The party went with confidence, knowing that, well, one battle with bandits was very exciting. More than one random encounter would just be a waste of everyone's time and slow down the story. And... When they got to the gates of Belldale, they went straight to that beautiful place where community leaders gather to spawn new ideas, where real adventurers exchange tales and technique, where treaties are born and wars declared, and... Another barkeep. Don't skip on the rum. Okay, Kai, Thovin, guard the captive. Do not let him out of your sight. What if I have to pee? Then Thovin can watch him. The rest of us. What if Thovin also has to pee? He'll hold it. You go, and then he'll come back. Anyway, the rest of us are. What if it's an emergency? For both of us. 
Alright, you little half-wit son of a- No, Thovin can hold it, Kai. We've never seen him pee. Or eat. Or sleep, for that matter. Thank you, Laura. The rest of you, relax. It's time to put my schmoozing skills into action. I've got to get some information about the quest. Ah, yes. What was the quest again? Look! Wenches! Well, hello, ladies. Do you have a healing potion? Why do you ask, cutie? Because Benicio has scraped his knees falling for you. And you, you must be a better thief even than Benicio, because you have stolen Benicio's heart. Hey, baby, you must be an elemental, because I swear you're on fire. Oh, ladies, Benicio thinks you are chicken farmers, because you are very good at raising- Cockamamie, romantic schemes. Benicio's full of them. Just look at him carrying on with those women. Yeah, and I sure is angry a lot. I'm gonna bet 20 gold here. Are you even listening to me? Totally. Whoever knows what Thoven is saying. All right, gentlemen, final call before we toss these bones. Ugh, I'm getting a beer. All right, enough talk, elf. Bones and gnomes was invented in Beltdale. Prepare to lose your gold. <laughs> you, uh, clearly don't know me, peasant. And why would we know you? I'm only the greatest wizard. Ah, uh, guy. Just, just, just a guy. Definitely not a master of all things magical. Just a, a dumb plebeian like, uh, like you. Oh, we're dumb plebeians, are we? That's it. All right, put the dagger down, Melvin. Dagger down. Let's just have the elf put his money where his mouth is. Yeah, the bet's been raised to ten gold. Oh. No, I, I couldn't possibly. Twenty gold, then. Please, I've... I've got to eat. Fifty. No. Wait. <laughs> All right, you heard him, boys. One hundred gold it is. Deal. I win! <laughs> Look at that, thanks. Be to Crodgers. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure taking your gold. I'll think of you as I roll around naked on my bed of money. Hello, I am Kai. Yes, I know, we've met. You punched me in the face, repeatedly. Ah, yes. Well, you should not have been the leader of bad people. There was no leader. We acted as one. A group of fools are still fools, whether they think as one or as many. I have no sympathy for those who attempt to rob and hurt innocents. Well spoken. Barkeep, this grog is delicious. Praise be to Rope for God of Tavern Drinks. In his name, I give you a hearty tip. Thank you kindly. All right, now. Ooh, say, my friend, I'm suddenly feeling a bit peckish. Where does one go to find a pie in Beldale these days? I have always respected this town's pies. That's something I never told anyone before. Ever. Well, there's old Ricketts Pies at the south end of town and new Poxy's Pies at the north end, but you won't be able to get much pie either, I'm afraid. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, really? Do tell me why not, please. Seems that both pie shops have been robbed every night, despite their increased security. No one seems to know who's behind it, but the pie owners blame each other. <laughs> anyway, since the shop's probably going to be kit later tonight, I doubt there will be any pie for you. All right, now. It's just not fair that I don't get to have pies. Life, man. Life. It was at 
that moment when Andar was trying to decide if he should kiss the bartender to really sell the whole fake drunk thing, when everyone was saved from that awkwardness and possible questionable awakenings by a fanfare at the door! Citizens of Beldale, please do not applaud for me, your humble Mayor Digby. Applaud yourselves. This year's harvest is better than ever. I can't wait to get a taste of Old Maud's Buckleberry Buckle. Or is it a cobbler? <laughs> All I know is it's delicious. Please keep drinking. Enjoy your evening. Now, I have some private town business to discuss with one of our out-of-town guests. Uh, where is Mr. Andar Patron of the Adventurers Guild? Andar Patron and Party 13 at your service, Mr. Mayor. Oh, no, no, no. Please call me Mr. Mayor Digby. Andar, I'll cut right to the chase. The festival is coming, and those pies... Wait, is that Randy Seasale, leader of the Dearthwood Collective? Not the leader. We're a collective. Shut up. Why, yes, sir, it is. Apprehended at great personal risk to myself and my people. Are you interested in collecting his bounty? Interested? Where do you think bounties come from? Mares, my boy. And this mare, Mr. Mayor Digby, personally signed the wanted poster for that scoundrel. Really? Treasure Keeper, get over here. We still have no money. No, no. <laughs> Randy has a bounty on his head. Oh, well, will you be paying us in gold or some other type of precious metal? Well, now, I'm not sure how payment works in this situation. We were initially assigned another tag party to capture these scallywags, but you beat the armored griffins to it. Did you say the armored griffins? Ah, I hate those guys. Their leader's a big, dumb, classless putz. And their fighter, so... brutish. But their wizard is okay. What? She is. Uh, Mr. Mayor Digby, if I know the armor griffins, I'm sure they're still carefully, thoroughly, methodically planning their next move. Well, I need action now. It's great that Randy's captured, but the Darthwood Collective was the least of our troubles. We've got a huge problem that needs immediate handling. If any more sweet ones go missing, this could be the greatest loss Beldale has ever seen. Well, sir, I've already got some leads. I figure we'll begin later tonight. Later is too late, son. This needs to happen now. Take your group, stop drinking, start rescuing. We've already lost too many, and we're losing more and more of them every day. <laughs> Mr. Mayor Digby, with all due respect, your problem is important to us. But we are just talking about pies here. I mean... <laughs> pies? Pies? We're rescuing pies? Now when you say pie, do you mean a literal pie? Or perhaps another type of dessert which Benicio covets. Once you cut it out already with the innuendo, just because you're a happy Pies! I'm not talking about pies, I'm talking about children. Someone's been kidnapping and ransoming our children, and you're going to find out who. Now! And as unfortunate as child abduction is, Andar finally had the quest he needed to get Party 13 back 
into the good graces of Tag. Did the party find the kids, Mr. Wisely? Oh, and more importantly, what happened to the pies? And the bandit leader? And the rest of the Driftwood Collective? I'm still lost. What's a collective? Good questions, good questions. But my bladder ain't what she used to be. And I've been sitting in a tavern which is full of many pouring liquid noises. So, quick outhouse break, and we'll meet back at this table to find out just what happened to our heroes. And the pies! <laughs> McGinty, save this table for me! Yes, 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 yes. Have Spellbook, Will Travel was written, directed, and produced by Rudy Basso and James Intracosta, featuring Ray Fallon as Endar Patron, Sarah Stryker as Laura Braidwell, Rudy Basso as Varn Stormleaf, Dan Kaiser as Benicio Marconti, John Fisher as Thoven Battlebeard, and James Intracosta as Old Man Wisely, with special guest Andrew Timmis as Kai the Monk. Additional voices provided by Sean Curry as Filigrin the Feared and Barfly 2. Vegas Lancaster as Randy, the Bandit Leader. Dave Herman as Barfly 1. Dan Kaiser as Barfly 3. Alex Basso as Nerdy Ben. Lily Daniel as Barwench Number 2. And Patrick Lavery as Mr. Mayor Digby. For news and information about the cast and crew, go to HaveSpellbook.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It really helps a lot.